It was freezing cold in Dallas when I made my getaway. I ran a cold front when I gave my truck the reins. Barreling down I-35 with one thought on my mind. Forget the race, find an open space, be that city far Well, hey there. Woo! We got it coming up for you right here on the other side of Texas. Thank you so much for tuning in and telling a friend that you hang out right here on the other side. And uh, coming up today, we have Sarah Self Warbrick of the Lubbock Avalanche Journal. Uh, she'll come on and tell us about all that's happened, all the latest happenings with, you guessed it, you know it, you love it. Gregor Gate coming up for you. Uh, some updates on what's happened over the past couple of days and what's going to come next week so far as she can tell. She'll be with us 5.15 and that's about 12 minutes from now. We're broadcasting from the Racer Car Wash Studios. Racer Car Wash voted Lubbock's best wash for five years running. Stop into one of five convenient locations across the Hub City for the best wash around. Guaranteed. Racerwash.com. We are going to lead off with some Regent Gate. And we got to get some music for that, Daniel. We need some Rager, uh, Regent Gate, I should say. It's been a long, guys, I'm telling you, I, I've really, I need to take my wife out tomorrow to a very nice dinner and then give her a massage. She has bore with me all this week while we brought you the news. We started on Monday breaking the news there on our Twitter that Bob Duncan, the chancellor of Texas Tech University, had retired. Here, five days later, I can tell you that I have met with with people who are very uh, with sources they are great sources I'll just say it that way very knowledgeable of the events sources who reached out to me and uh, through another guy and through something else and uh, they're very they're very concerned but more than concerned in this now this is Texas's get out that you see a problem and you just can't abide it. And I can tell you right now the consensus up at that university. And let me put up this preface before I get riffing on this. If the regents, the five regents that we'll discuss here in a moment, if they have something, then they need to put up or shut up. Because what has been done, like, forget vet school. You've got we have just effectively fired or forced retirement quote unquote according to sources uh, this feeble five has brought us to a place now where we have lost Bob Duncan and I cannot under I cannot exaggerate the importance of losing Bob Duncan to West Texas but the feeble five don't have much well one of them does mickey long has plenty to do you know being based on the midland i believe he owns a house in lubbock as well but the other four 
that's uh, you're getting into east of I-35 territory on um, and not on other sides of Texas they're on the east of I-35 so I just I want to put up before I go forward that long France the feeble five and I'll just refer to them going forward as the feeble five are uh, long Steinmetz, Hammonds, Huckabee, and Chair of the Border Regents. But he's been on the Border Regents since 2003. So we're going to have Sarah Self Warbrick on, and we're going to get into some Rager Gate. And just wait for that, because it's going to be some good stuff coming up. And I'm not going to get... Okay, please. <laughs> Rager Gate coming up, but we're dealing with Regent Gate right now. And... As, as we go forward, we are going to, to get into a lot of weeds, and a lot of it does have to do with Francis. So I'm going to lay out for you the much, as much as I can over the next seven minutes what's going on. Um, I'm called in by sources. I sit down. We have a very long sit down, and I learn the details from sources of what's going on. So let me just begin there, and then we'll transfer back over. I'm not even going to say the word because they're going to play the music again. So what I can tell you is that, let me figure out where this is now on my iPad. So I've changed windows. Uh, what's happened here is that on Monday, Bob Duncan retires, and everybody scratches their head. Uh, Duncan had made no mention of it was an abrupt you've got a guy who's been serving this region for uh, decades and for no legitimate reason there's a sudden announced retirement now our friend Ross Ramsey has garnered a lot of attention the uh, executive editor of the Texas Tribune with the column he wrote this morning very bold so let me now give you some details that I have verified and I'm willing to put out into the public. You can watch Brian Mudd's program if you're in Lubbock or go to everythinglubbock.com after about 2 o'clock on Sunday and you can see the segment that we did together on this. What we know is that on Friday, August the 10th, there were three executive sessions that were held by the Texas Tech Board of Regents. The first, I'm told, was unrelated. Uh, it was something off in the weeds, so I didn't pay any attention. It was unrelated to the retirement, quote-unquote, but also sources say the forced retirement. Get to that in just a moment. Board of Regents Chair Rick Francis, again, who's been on the board since 2003, hashtag term limits, has been dragging his feet. There is a thing in the process of these universities, and this is the big problem right now. With big universities, you're in the middle of budgeting, and you file legislative appropriation requests. These requests are for things that you are that you would like to see funded by the state, by the state of Texas and the Texas legislature. Those were due on August the 3rd. Now, I'm told that Francis has been on a warpath over the past couple of months. 
and he has not signed off on the vet school at that time had not signed off on the vet school or the dental school and this is an important component that rick francis let me just footnote now a close friend of woody hunt who i think 60 billion dollars or something and francis is a baker a baker a banker francis had not put in an ask for the dental school or the vet school and the conversation for whatever reason and we're looking into this became should we do an lar legislative appropriation request for both or none now they finally decided on uh, the lar would be uh, it might be 60 million uh, people hounding me on the text line uh, let me look in that's beside the point just a guy with Maybe it's $6 billion. I don't know. A guy with a lot of money. And speaking of, we're going to play a game of what do you got coming up. And uh, you're going to really enjoy that. That's going to be towards the end of the program. But we put in, uh, Texas Tech put in a request for $17.2 million for the vet school and higher for the dental school. Now, that was the second executive committee or ex- a second executive session the third session was a review and this is new they went in to do an annual review of duncan's contract and on duncan's contract it's an- again annually reviewed but it ends it at the time ended in june of 2019 Last year, they reviewed the contract and made no changes, meaning that they didn't add to the contract. That was year one of three. This year, year two of three, they decided that they were not going to renew his contract. Now, my understanding is that Bob Duncan is outside the room right now. And then it's at that point that legal legal is in the room with the nine regents and says, you cannot take a vote right now you can't take a vote and someone in the room uh, presumably the chair asked for everyone to go around and give a confidence or no confidence the meeting takes quote a very long time and then bob duncan is brought in i'm told it was no longer than five minutes that he was inside i'm told that bob duncan was told now Bob Duncan, a storied West Texas legislator who's done a great deal for the state and not just the region, but an awful lot for the region itself, is brought back into the room and told him that he's being forced to retire. And that's what happened. A forced retirement. That news broke, 6.21 p.m. Central Standard Time via this platform at the other side of texas so there are questions that arise and i'm going to raise more questions at uh about 20 minutes from now but the initials are why not finish the contract like if you're really looking out for tech's best interest why not finish the contract through june 2019 let duncan who knows budgetary process better than anyone in texas i would argue his brain knows more uh than than you could ever forget why not let him finish out and find a replacement? That's what we did with Kent Hance. Why not do it again? And I'm told by sources that 
quote, they did not want to let him go into the legislative session, which sets up all sorts of questions for the vet school. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the vet school is, is like deadliest catch right now. It is the ship out on the sea in which there is a tsunami and the waters are rocking and that's what it's going to take to bring the vet school into port there's only one captain that i know of that can bring that in and this is not to speak ill of any lawmaker but i think they would all concede that the master of policy has effectively been fired from texas tech university and it's and mines i'm told quote Mines were made up a long time ago. And I said, well, when do you think the mines were made up? And they said, and you won't find this to be ironic. I think you'll find it to be true. I said, when were their mines made up? And they said, hostilities on budgets arose just after the appropriation of the $4.17 million out of the last legislature in July of 2017. So I've got some questions to ask because apparently we're not ever going to get any answers because all this went down in executive session. And it, if they don't have anything, and again, if they do, then they didn't fire him for cause, and I'm willing to eat my words. But where we stand right now, I concur with lawmakers and longtime lawmakers who called me, some of whom have cracked, you can hear their voice, that they are choking up at what's happened and i don't think that's an uncommon sentiment and i think that's why sources within texas tech university will begin to seek out people more and more and more people like myself and sarah self warbrick from whom you'll hear coming up right here on the other side of texas going to change gears get into some regular gate about 90 seconds from now stay right where you are right here on the other side of Big Texas. Me a lean dog run a long race. Hey, welcome back in. Other side of Texas rolling along because the other side of texas is sponsored by the law firm of mullen horde and brown llp with offices in lubbock amarillo and dallas employing creative legal solutions to address your business needs in the areas of commercial litigation banking financial restructuring employment law and estate planning hey um here she is let's give her proper due here on the program she is sarah self warbrick the hardest working woman in lubbock texas right now how are you sarah oh sarah i'm sorry are you there now i am Can you okay me? got you now okay good deal happy friday yeah hey but not so a, a news dump anything new there on you know golly we we got all this stuff out there and I just have to, I have you on notification. Anytime you tweet, it comes up on my phone. That's just. Well, thank you. That's the place to which we, you can follow her, by the way, Sarah from the AJ there on Twitter. Um, any breaking news for us there, Sarah? 
Okay, so I do have an update this afternoon. Um, this was related to me from our court reporter at the AJ, Gabe Monty. I took off early today, but he called me about 15 minutes ago to let me know that Ford Motor Credit Co. has amended their original lawsuit against oh, Rager Dyke. Oh, amended? To, that means they are suing the entities that have not filed for bankruptcy. Well, okay, say it again. We put the hold on, hold on. The breaking news music came in over you. They have amended not their Correct. facts or their claims, they have amended who they're going after. That is correct. Wow. And this, is not, this is not unexpected. They said after the um, motion for relief was filed or stay of relief, excuse me. Um, they said that this would be what they would do. So today was actually the deadline for them to do it. So um, they got it in there. So not unexpected, but we'll see what happens from there. Wow. So how does that change the trajectory of what we've seen thus far? That is a good question. Um, so, okay, so looking back over the past few weeks, first Ford filed this lawsuit. Mm-hmm. The next day, less than 24 hours later, six Rager Dice entities, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Because of the bankruptcies, the lawsuit basically got put on hold. Mm-hmm. So basically, this just gets that back in action against these entities that Ford can Okay, so help me with this. My understanding, mm-hmm. initially, Ford Motor Credit files claim against... Or is it nine? What's the what's the difference, and where do we get the difference here? I, I thought it was that Ford Motor Credit came after nine entities. Is that not right, or did they come after I them? I think it's they came after six entities. That's there right. are nine total. Okay, nine total, and so yeah. it was. Again, we were playing the breaking news music over you there, but it is. Yeah. Uh, what is the difference between the six and the nine? It's Bart Rager and Rick Dykes and three dealerships. Okay, all right. Everyone that hasn't filed for bankruptcy, basically. So one entity that has three dealerships underneath it. I again, this is all relayed to me, so I no. haven't seen the exact filing, but they have it broken up to where you know we had Rager Dykes, Floydata, Rager Dykes, Plainview. Mm-hmm. So some of those had different locations. Um, I think Rager Dykes Amarillo has two locations, yeah. but um, I know three entities and Bart and Rick are now being sued by Ford. Okay. All right. So the week that was, you know, I think that, yeah. listen, I think that what we've seen this week, you and I, mm-hmm. and I'm not claiming I've worked harder this week than you. By any <laughs> You've means. worked hard. Give yourself some credit. But I will say this. Um, However hard it was, it wasn't as bad as John Steinmetz's week. Tell us a little bit. I mean, so we just got into Regent Gate, and now mm-hmm. we're into um, Rager Gate. And there's one yeah. name, like if, if there are like two storms clashing, that's one place you don't want to be is in the Venn diagram of both of those storms. And so Steinmetz certainly making a lot of news this week as a no vote, a no confidence vote that wasn't a vote in, mm-hmm. in Regent gate. And tell us a little bit about the lawsuits between that Vista bank put up towards first capital out of Lubbock. And then 
um, what First Capital's response was. Okay, I can do that. So earlier this week, Vista Bank filed against for or excuse me against First Capital Bank, um, basically saying that they that First Capital owes Vista around six million dollars because of checks that couldn't have be cashed related to Razor Ducks. Okay. That's the very basic overview. In this lawsuit, they are alleging a check-kiting scheme, which is a federal offense. Um, putting it very basically, this is, not, this is as basic as I can get it, check-kiting takes advantage of the time that it takes a check to process. So you're mm-hmm. moving money around while you're waiting for these checks to officially go through. A federal penalty. Uh, I mean, it's punishable under yeah, it federal it law. Is. Okay. It is. So that's putting it all very, very basically. Um, First Capital has come back and said that this is absolutely not true, uh, that they followed procedures. Um, In the initial filing from VISTA, they accused First Capital of having insider information because of Rick Dyke's relationship with the bank. They said that they were tipped off and were able to protect themselves and Mm -hmm. put VISTA in a bad spot. Um, First Capital has come back and said that was not true and that they didn't do anything until things were publicly filed. Yeah. So let me ask you this. And I need to ask this because I just, I'm asking, maybe you break more news here. But how much, like I'm hearing rumors that I don't think it's going to be uncommon. And sorry, we're going to go Lubbock base for just a moment, but it is definitely Mm -hmm. a regional and becoming a statewide story. Mm-hmm. How I hear a lot of banks, what I'm learning, and this is like banks that you wouldn't even think would be involved, are in the whole like a million. And it's going to be several banks that were involved in all this. But I've mm-hmm. heard that Vista is not only down the six million that's involved in this lawsuit, which, by the way, I'm just, let me make this comment and you don't have to respond. I'm not a banker. Okay. I just play one on the radio. But if I'm getting kited $6 million by one entity and that money's supposed to come, supposed to come, never comes, uh, number one, I'm wondering who inside is doing the job. And number two, uh, I'm wondering why I never called that respective client and said, hey, uh, why don't you just start wiring me money? Um, but what I've heard is that Vista, and I wonder if you can substantiate this, Vista may be down... 19 million in addition to the six? I have not heard anything confirming that. Okay. All right. Well, I just wanted to ask that question in interest of the Mm -hmm. larger stories and how they have overlap. So tell us a little bit as we have you for the next three, four minutes here. Sarah Mm -hmm. Self Warbrick of the Avalanche Journal. Why don't uh, you tell us what you think is shaping up in the week to come? Obviously, we'll get, now that this original lawsuit has been amended, that's another thing that I will be checking uh, multiple times every hour for updates. So that's back in motion. I'm sure we will get um, court dates, things like that, pretty quick. Um, Wait, really what, what court date? Which court date again? For the original lawsuit, Ford versus Rager Dice. Okay, all right. I'm assuming that'll start moving well it'll we will start moving again so we should be seeing um, new documents filed things like that pretty Mm -hmm. quick uh, from what 
I'm expecting. Um, also in the next week, and we're starting to see people file, or entities, businesses file um, different claims on the bankruptcy, um, different interested parties coming forward, things like that. So mm-hmm. I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. So just kind of going with that. Mm-hmm. Um, we did have a bankruptcy court hearing yesterday. Um, it was very uneventful. Um, we were out <laughs> in 30 minutes. Um, so they were, uh, Rick was given permission to temporarily hire a CRO to kind of get things in order, shape things up. Um, and then they were also granted the funds to operate for another two weeks. So mm-hmm. we'll be back in bankruptcy court on August 30th. Um, wow. There are a few other motions on the docket for that court date. Wow. So you and I, I remember the first time you came on the program. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you remember, remember we were talking and I said, Sarah, I don't think this is going to, a year from now, we're going to be talking about that. Do you think that's still plausible, the over-under being next August, that you're going to be calling in the other side of Texas, and we're so grateful that you do, but this thing could drag out a very long time. It definitely could. So just looking at typical Chapter 11 bankruptcy procedure, um, there are incentives to have that wrapped up within 18 months, Um, but that's 18 months from now. That's still a year and a half. So, um, like, like we'll we're, we're looking happens. at 2020 in the eye by that point. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Man, that is some crazy stuff. Hey, she is at Sarah from the AJ on Twitter. Just go to there and there's like this bell with a plus sign on it. Tap on that and you'll get a notification anytime she tweets. If you are interested in the news that everybody's interested in, and that is the news surrounding Gate. Hey, uh, thank you, Sarah. Thanks so much, Jay. Do I you, appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Do you, do you like the theme music? I like it. It's okay. good. Yeah. I think we got that from Nixon or something. Where, where did you get that from? <laughs> something like a lot that. of fun. Good All deal. Right. Uh, she is Sarah Self Warbrick. Follow her along there at Lubbock Avalanche Journal. Uh, thank you, Sarah. Have a good, great weekend. Thanks, you des- Jay. You as well. You certainly do appreciate uh, deserve one. Uh, Sarah Self Warbrick there. Hey, uh, gonna get into a break and get back with plenty more. I've, I've raised for you the the background on how Bob Duncan was quote unquote forced into retirement. And I want to ask some questions. And these are questions that a lot of people are raising. I'm gonna raise them here first. Uh, there is a lot to look into. I, like I mentioned earlier, I did Brian Mudd, KMAC 28 show uh, today. That'll be up on air on on Wednesday. So we go back to the news I reported earlier this week from a very, very credible source that Rick Perry was involved, was running the show. Rick Perry, a proud Aggie, and... I think there are some questions to raise that can bring those questions, can bring that claim via a source that I put out, bring it to bear in Regent Gate. And I'll tell you why. Stick with us right here on the other side of Texas.
Hey, welcome back into the program. We roll along. We're in the studios where Buddy Holly became famous. Uh, want to tell you this segment's brought to you by Title One. Title One is Lubbock's digital real estate and title escrow company. Title One is committed to providing you, listeners, to the most talked about afternoon radio show in all. I'm, maybe I'm going to say Texas. I don't know. Uh, I'll put my... Uh, I'll put my podcast analytics up to yours. Uh, highest level of communication and service from the time the contract opens until it closes. See how Title One can serve your realty, consumer, and lending needs at TitleOne.com. So I wanted to get back in and talk a little bit more about uh, Regent Gate. Hey, Daniel, we can get some music for Regent Gate. Like something, you're giving me the the go-ahead okay maybe like something i don't want to get sued by texas tech for using the band or something like that but i think something like that is in order so it sounds a little bit like texas tech uh, as i explained in the monologue uh, three executive sessions bob duncan is brought in to the third executive session last friday a week from today and is given by sources what's essentially a um what's essentially a forced retirement and again it happened in the executive session so if anybody ever puts their name on to anything then they're going to be legally accountable and so all we'll have are anecdotes of what happened but here's the thing and why I said that regents need to, and why I went forward with this news, regents needed to resign by today. If those who voted against Bob Duncan, and they didn't, they couldn't provide credible evidence. Oh, we had to wrestle with him on the budget, or like that. That does not sound credible because Bob Duncan has years and years of finding middle ground and finding solutions. I believe the last time the teacher, just one instance of that, the last time the teacher retirement system was in trouble, Bob Duncan did not duck uh, to partisan barbs. He went right into them, and guess who he got it done with? It was that lady who wore pink shoes. What was her name? Oh, Wendy Davis. Yeah, they're making a movie about her. As somebody who Bob Duncan disagreed with on social issues, but found a way to make it happen there in the Texas Senate. So with all that I've laid out, a couple of questions, and I'll reiterate two that I've already stated. Why was he not allowed to finish his contract through June of 2019 while they found another chancellor? That's the number one question. Because it would make a lot of sense. And Bob Duncan loves the universe. You've not heard Bob Duncan out blasting Texas Tech unless I've missed something over the past few days. But that's exactly what we did with Kent Hance whenever Bob Duncan was named as the successor for Hans whenever Hans decided to step down. Now, this, the follow-up questions are these. And Regents, as you listen to this, and you certainly will, you're welcome to reach out to me, j at com. It won't be hard. We have mutual friends. You can find 
my cell phone and you're glad I'm glad to host you off record to an extent but I'm glad to hear you out if you're willing to be heard some of you five um, I'll hear you out because people are, a lot of people are following the story on this platform I reported earlier this week that Rick Perry was involved in this and people and I got that from a very credible source again and people kind of raised their eyebrows and said well how can you prove that and I'm reporting what a credible source gave me who absolutely believed that to be true and so I've got these questions and we're going to get in with our friend John Lewis here in just a moment we're going to play a little game of what do you got um but here's some questions i have and uh, questions that a lot of people are beginning to have with regard to uh hey daniel can you send that number right there to john lewis did you see it you already got it you got it right there um here's my questions so you know that you've got the five and let's see if I can do it off the top of my head. You got Long, you've got Steinmetz, you've got uh, Hammonds, you've got Huckabee, and you got Francis. Francis, it's no secret, is well connected with Woody Hunt. Very wealthy. I already talked about Woody for just a moment. A banker in Francis out of El Paso, critically concerned about the dentistry school. We talk about plays here, I understand. Uh, you got Steinmetz and Long, who are connected at Vista Bank. Steinmetz is a CEO, president. Long is the chairman of Vista Bank's board. And then you got this Hammond guy who's from Cotton Center and made a killing uh, building houses. Now, back to what I reported earlier this week. I think a couple of questions need to be answered here. And... I just want a simple examination of what of these issues because it might help clarify the relationship of the four. Because my understanding is that Hammond bought in with the other four to make the five because he's wanted to make the Texas Tech Health Sciences Center into the MD Anderson of mental health. So that's where Hammond gets involved. That's one of the votes. But the other vo the other questions are this. Has anybody looked into the energy holdings in any sort of relationship between the Secretary of Energy, proud, vocal, the face of Texas A&M, John Sharp? His name's Rick Perry. Has anybody looked into energy holdings and contracts with the Secretary, well, the Department of Energy over the past few years. And moreover, who's handling the Secretary's portfolio? And those are questions that we're unafraid to ask on this program, but we need to know right now because there seems to be a clear, and this is according to sources, this would corroborate suspicions that we've voiced on this program. After mid 2017, suddenly there's a block of at least three who want are actively begrudgingly working through the vet school and begin to 
really chip at and put the their boots on the necks of Duncan's budgets. And moreover, I'm not talking about little rinky-dink jobs at Texas A&M. I'm talking about multi-million dollar contracts. Who else involved in that five has those? And again, Regents, you've been given the opportunity to come forward with credible justification, but you've not, and now you've put us in this pinch where we're going to have an interim who may know a great deal about a particular field or profession, but not much about the legislator, legislature, and that's not belittling anybody. It's just to say you've got the master, the Texas Monthly called him the master of the Senate, Bob Duncan, the master of the Texas Senate, and now we're walking without that. And you guys, all of which live outside of Lubbock, you've put Lubbock in the panhandle in a great deal of duress, and I would argue Texas Tech for a great deal of time, and the public deserves an answer especially a public where Texas Tech does some $1.5 billion in annual economic impact around Lubbock and is running forefront on making sure that crazy kids don't walk into schools and evaluating their health, their mental health. Like, there's your mental health, Hammonds, right there. And we don't have answers. And there deserves to be an answer. And if your answer is some flimsy thing, and it will be, inevitably, whatever's leaked, because... If you had something so so out there that everybody would say, oh, yeah, Bob had to go, you would have already produced it because you would have fired him with cause. And so the questions about your portfolios stand. The questions about who are your clients stand. The questions about energy and your energy holdings and contracts that you have within energy stand. And as well as your other clients and how they may have involvement with Texas A&M. It all stands. And if you remain there in your silence, it won't just stand, but it will taunt you. Somebody asked me earlier today, we're going to go to break. Somebody asked me earlier today, uh, how are the regents, the regents are certainly going to put pressure on the West Texas delegation for continuing to push a vet school. I've got grave doubt about the vet school, but let's just say the vet school goes forward without the captain himself running the ship that question assumes that whenever the legislature comes around how's the how are the texas tech regents going to stop or prohibit or help uh these legislators i can't remember how it was asked out of lubbock and that question assumes it 100 percent assumes that those regents are still in place in January, and I have much doubt about that. What has more likelihood to fail? These regents or the vet school? I'm not very optimistic at all about the vet school right now, but I'm more optimistic about the vet school than I am these regents in their tenure at Texas Tech University. Go to break, come back 90 seconds. Howdy, Jay. West Texas Leeson here. I want to tell you about my friends at Flint Boot and Hat. They've been building hats since 1994 and repairing boots, I guess, since forever. My dog chewed up my ostrich boots. Jared and his guys replaced the heel, made them look new again, put new pulls on, and at a super affordable price, they've resold my boots, and they build great hats. Love these guys. Go check them out. 3035. 34th Street or Flint Boot and Hat Shop at Flint and 34th Street. 
Hey, welcome back in the other side of Texas. We've gotten serious. Now we're going to have a little bit of fun. This segment brought to you by Lubbock File Room, providing safe and secure document storage and stop laughing, Daniel. Safe and secure document storage and shredding services. You think some of that's needed in Lubbock right now? And maybe in like some region's homes or maybe something like that. Uh, storage and shredding services to Lubbock and the surrounding area since 1992. I did it for non-nefarious reasons, and these guys are great. Go check them out. Uh, for a free and hassle-free estimate, you can call 806 744 uh, 7666. That's 806 744 Lubbock Our new segment here on the other side of Texas. We've been trying to bring this to you all week, but the news kept on coming. It kept on hailing down. I want to bring it to you now. Other side of Texas. Where do you live? You know why I live there? You know why I have that? You know why I got kids? Oh, you found out? I don't play around. I work my ass off, and I take it seriously every day. What do you got? It's what do you got? Me and my friend John Lewis are gonna play a game of what do you got? And uh, John Lewis, how are you doing, buddy? Hi, I'm calling to play Lubbock's new hit game show, What Do You Got? Copyright Bart Rager 2018, mm-hmm. hosted by Jay Leeson. Do I have the right number? Uh, you do have it indeed. He is John Lewis, a Lubbock funny man, John Lewis. Uh, uh, what, do you, uh, what do you got coming up this weekend? Well, look, I got a whole list of good stuff that I got, and I just don't think you're going to be able to top it. So well, I want you to buckle up. Let's, right? uh, let's play some What Do You Got then. All right. I got a house and two cats. What do you got? I've got a family, and I've got a life, John Lewis. That's what I got. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let me tell you with this one. Um, I got up and rode my bike to work today. What do you got? I got up and ran to Abernathy and back because I felt like it, John Lewis. Ooh, now who's got the work ethic? Okay. Um, I've got chronic asthma. What do you got? I'm so healthy, John Lewis. I have three... And they're going to have to check again soon because I think I grew a fourth lung. That's what I got. And why oh. don't you Why don't you have what I got? Why can't you try to subscribe, uh, uh, strive towards a better being and being a better person, John Lewis, and not just saying, oh, I've got cats and, oh, I, I rode my bike. You need to really stretch yourself in this life and become something because people know my name. I know you're right. I know you're right. It's really not my fault. I think it has to do with bad parenting and just being an inferior person in general. I'm sorry. I really will try to overcome that next time. You Jay. just Please you try, on the sales try to be more try to be more like me. Okay, I'll try. Hey, let me hit you with this one. Um, uh, maybe you'll approve of this. I got a Netflix subscription. What do you got? Netflix. I've got a three year subscription to Movie Pass because oh, I'm a no. bad. Nope. That was such an insightful thing to do. They just went under. You were the last guy to get one. They went under? What do you mean? Yeah, you bought... It's a rare commodity that you just bought. You're still the better guy. I still got it, though. I got it. Winners win. That's what it takes, man. 
right, let me see here. Uh, I've got a car that gets 43 miles to the gallon. What do you got? Shh. I carried my truck to work today. That's what I got, John Lewis. And you better get to getting to a better life now. I'll wow. hold it. I got a seminar for you. Maybe, maybe I'll let you. Maybe I'll let you Skype into some of my motivational talks in the mornings. That's what I, I need got. A, I need more motivation, man. I keep trying to haul my car in, but I just can't do it. And you know what? I need somebody who has just a superior self-image like you or Bart Rager or somebody like that to really just turn me into a good guy who can close these sales. I can help you close anything because I know what right. I got. I know what I got. Well, thanks for trying there, John Lewis. We'll talk to you next time. It's the best I can do. Sorry, y'all. No, you just keep trying. Keep trying. John Lewis, right there. What are you Other side of Texas. What do you got? Uh, we got a great program. That's what we got. We're going to go to break, uh, make some money. And uh, hey, you want to advertise? I know a lot of you are listening. Jay at Other Side of Texas. Got some work to do on that uh, this weekend. Uh, stick with us right here as we, well, actually, we're not going to go to break. We're just going to riff for a little bit because our friend. Dear friend, Blue Collar Bill, expected to chime in. He's heard the news of the day. He's just representing the working man. Blue Collar Bill, be with us here momentarily. Uh, if you're just joining the program, I've got it up on Twitter at Jay Leeson, J-A-Y-L-E-E-S-O-N. Uh, an account from sources who know the inner details of what happened with bob duncan's firing slash force retirement it's just it's heartbreaking it, it, it's just such a bad deal but to go out to the lines we do have our friend look at li, listen to the blue collar in the background blue collar bill how you doing buddy doing good how about you jay yeah uh, you know it just you don't even have to do any show prep no not anymore do you no i just assume that there's something else that's going to land uh, next week, and I'm, uh, they come in threes. I hope we avoid the third. Uh, it, there is, and I've got it in my pocket, but it's got to stay there for just a minute. Okay, so Bill, don't even make threats like that. Hey, uh, let's just focus in on um, what we started with on Monday evening here on the other side of Texas. What's just your your view right now of what's gone on with uh, Regent Gate in Texas Tech. From from the seat of your 18-wheelers, you've had time to s drive around and think about it. Uh, what are your initial thoughts here? You mean uh, as, as a blue-collar guy or as, as, as a tech graduate? Uh, both. There are a lot of blue-collar tech graduates. I, I, I think it's disgusting. I, I really do. And, 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 and I find it shameful, embarrassing, and humiliating that we go through this over and over again and that every time we've got to get rid of a coach or a chancellor or, or, or whoever, that it's always got to be politically motivated, money motivated, and done uh, 
in the shadiest manner possible so is 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 to make us look as as bad as possible and i'm tired of it it doesn't have to be that way yeah i it's difficult to take up the scenario, but you've just listed the coaches, and what I assume you mean is Mike Leach. And so, I don't, the situations are not comparable because I don't think you can make Bob Duncan into Mike Leach, but the reaction is very similar. Unanswered questions that will go unanswered into how no, who knows how long on what actually happened. And what we know is that not just Lubbock, the region has has effectively lied. And listen, I've got my problems with Charles Perry, and this is not a dig at him. But we effectively have lost a state senator out of West Texas at Texas Tech University. And it comes at the detriment uh, to the region. And again, like Leach, you know, what happened, we still don't know. I mean, what we're working, we're almost 10 years removed and we still don't know. you agree with that analysis, Blue Collar Bill? I, I, I do, and that, that's, the, that's the point I, I, I'm, I'm getting at. Um, you know, if, if, they had something, if they had something on Mr. Duncan, they would have brought it forward. They mm-hmm. would have brought it forward by now. They don't. We know it. They know they know it. They know we know it. Hmm. So if, if you're going to remove the guy for political, financial reasons, because he's not with you on your pet project, whatever, that's great, but why not go to the man and say, dude, we're at an impasse. Uh, we need you to step down, and if you don't do it voluntarily, we're going to do a vote of no confidence, and it's going to be public, and then we're going we're gonna to force you out publicly. Let's get you locked and just let's work out the rest of the contract. We'll part ways, friends. That was the way to handle it. Not this, this shady... Uh, around the loop, all the way through DC, no. backdoor it, and 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 again, it it just it looks bad, it looks shady, it looks possibly illegal, and and you know, <clears throat> when I graduated, my dad bought me a class ring, the official class ring, beautiful ring, five seventeen, looks like a Super Bowl ring, twenty one diamonds on top, double T. I got it out of the box. And I was looking at it. I was so proud. Tears were streaming down my face. I looked inside, and it said "Strive for Honor." Hmm. And I took that seriously. Yeah. I think some of the rest of them guys should. Hmm. I think our regent should. I think the administration should. I, I think that we should do the right things for the right reasons always, and that we should always, above all, this is something my mom taught me: avoid the mere appearance. Of the impropriety. Yeah. So uh, is, i got about 60 seconds left here, Bill. I want to ask you this, because in, I've made this comment, and, and it's true. Any theory is plausible right now. Now, we don't want to go with rumors, and I've not gone Some people have accused me of that, but like I laid out, let's go through holdings. Let's see. Let's see who clients are, clients in very high places, and what their connections are to Texas A&M University. Uh, I think that's perfectly credible to try to figure out who the four were and why they would be so adamantly opposed to the vet school and create the barriers that they've done. I mean, in the magnitude of things, the vet school, and I'm getting off on the riff, I'm going to ask you the question here in a second, but in the magnitude, the vet school doesn't matter compared to the damage that's been done uh, losing an asset like bob duncan in 
the chancellor's chair at Texas Tech University. But I want to ask you for your theory. What do you think happened? Try not to be liable. Let's just talk about it within terms of people in office and not get off into um, – I know you're wound up. I just – I want to caution you to not go after anybody personally or their character. I don't know what happened. I, I really I, – I, I, I'm trying to get my head around it, get a bearing on it. I've talked to a few people, and, and I don't know what happened. And, and, and that goes right back to the shade in the gray area. You know, mm-hmm. you know, this is a public institution. Uh, again, we were all charged with a with a with a with a, a challenge to strike or honor. Let's do that, Regent. Mm-hmm. If you've got something on Mr. Duncan, put it on the table. Put up or shut up. But quit degrading my school, degrading the value of my degree, and embarrassing and humiliating me on the regular. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. Fifty years deep, I'm tired of it. And if we keep up, I'll tell you what, you can take that degree off my wall. You know. and line your case with it. Well, yeah, so, I, I okay. It. I don't need that degree to drive a truck, and you can have it back if that's the way y'all are going to act. Okay, so I did say that was my last question, but I really have to get your comment here. Um, Blue Collar Bills, we close out this edition of the program. What did you make? There were, there were allegations of in, misappropriation of funds cited earlier in the day by Texas's biggest SOB political operative, uh, put it up on Twitter about 2 o'clock, and then took it down. And uh, then he, uh, you don't hear much. They put up a post there at his website. And then you had a regent that night cite misappropriation of the fund, the, the allegation, the rumor but when you're a regent, and I'm speaking of John Steinmetz, because he has, I just, the comments I've heard around town are just incredible, that he would have the gall to call out, and even, it's not that he called out, he legitimatized the rumor by citing it and said, sadly, I've heard these rumors um, of misappropriation of funds. Uh, you've been around. You've voted for Bob Duncan more than a few times, Blue Collar. What do you think whenever you hear that? I mean, the, the guy is, is, as far as we know, as far as anybody can tell and I can tell, is is, is a bump forward and, and beyond reproach. And and as such, and, and given all that he has done as a legislator and as a chancellor, he deserves a fair shake. And then that's not giving the man a fair shake. That's throwing him under the bus and, and trying him and convicting him in the media via, via innuendo and rumor. Like I said, if you've got evidence, put it on the table. Yeah. Blue Collar Bill, thank you for your candor. Good Friday you, with you, buddy. Uh, Blue Bye. Collar Bill, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, want to sign off this edition. It's been a long week. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I know that I'm tired. Daniel, you tired? Yeah, he's shaking, yeah. Uh, Been quite something, but a great time with you all. Thank you so much for retweeting, for sharing podcasts, for telling friends. Listen, this is content like you aren't going to get anywhere else because that's what we try to do. And we're not devotees to either party or to any sort of ideology. We are West Texacans. We see our place and what the place needs. And then we go from there. And, uh, you know, love your neighbor. 
be a good steward of your place and leave it better than you found it i think that's probably basic uh, basic precepts and that's what we do here on the program but i'm gonna get home i got some boys that want to go wrestle on the beds and we're gonna have a little wrestlemania we wrestled last night on the switch and the nintendo switch we're gonna go get it on I'm probably going to get punched in the gut and get a knee to places where it really hurts, but that's what we're going to do. Great family, above average dinner waiting for me at the house. Thank you. Again, it's free. The podcast is free. Every edition up on our Apple iTunes and Apple Podcasts, I should say. OtherSideOfTexas.com, Facebook, Other Side of Texas, and OSTX Show there on Twitter. We'll see you next week with a lot more content and plenty to put up online between now and then we'll see you next time right here on the other side of texas it's who we want to be